As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The, the jet. Tank. Joe Biden. Well, Joe Biden said this week, why do you need to have a gun? You don't need, or not this week, but a few weeks back. Why do you need to have a gun? You know, something like that. He goes, unless you have an F-16, what, what do you need a gun for? And I'm like, that is a direct threat to basically say, unless you have something that can match my power, then what are you doing? But he's kind of right. Kind of right. But, but okay, sure. there's some validity to that, yes. But What what exactly is it that he is is he stating went down? So he his contract was getting ready. He doesn't actually state his contract's getting ready to end, but he did say he was going to be hitting the free market. So he's been with oh. the Blaze, the Blaze for the last three years. Uh, he's the most watched, most followed person in the conservative movement on YouTube. Um, huh. And basically, he, he, as far back as I can remember, he's friends with Daily Wire. He's had Ben Shapiro on. They've talked many a times. He was on their uh, election night podcast, their election night thing where they go all night. Yeah. He, he was on their thing. I mean, they, they, they've been friends for years. Um, anyways, so let's say he went on the free market and started, you know, receiving calls for uh you know, hey, we want to we want to make a deal with you. Here's what we're offering. So his attorney contacted Daily Wire and said that he was going to be open to making deals. Um, they said, you know, well, what are we looking at? And uh, the attorney said, you know, basically a minimum of what they went in with. And apparently, the minimum they went in with, the 50 million, is was the minimum that his agent had told him, which I think is insane. But they offered him 50 million dollars for four years, with a option for an additional two years contract. That, that option is held by the Daily Wire, kind of like you would in baseball or football or anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at $25 million a year after that. Uh, the only thing that was different was, and this is where everybody gets sticky, uh, they offered him the $50 million, but he that would include him continuing to record his own, uh, staff his own people, use his own studio. So that, inc- that, that, that $50 million included production costs. Um, and the, 
my understanding from that was is that that was part of the the conversation with the lawyer was he did not want to relinquish those he wanted to continue to run his own studio continue to produce his own stuff so anyways they offered him 50 million dollars it comes out to like 12 and a half million dollars a year after uh, after all those uh after all the the no no that's without expenses that's without the expenses without the right now he has 24 employees so he has a production studio in texas with people uh 24 employees 12.5 million dollars a year for four years uh, with an option of six years total uh which comes out to 75 million dollars um with the ex- the only person paid my understanding paid more than that is there's a few people that are on daily wire and uh rogan rogan has 100 or actually it's like a 200 million dollar contract um because they pay for the production and stuff so anyways um he gets a term sheet sent over they get a call back of like a few weeks later basically and there's a timeline i can i can eventually find it and send it over but they send over uh this idea that uh you know, he he comes back and says that there's a few things in there that he, as far as that there's punitive damages, stuff like that, as far as he has to pay fines if he doesn't record, you know, at least four episodes a week. It's actually not weekly. It's 192 episodes a year. Uh, there's there's a certain and I don't have those off the top of my head, but there's, he lists all these things that this company is is basically penalizing them. If he gets banned or demonetized, it, it costs him money um, and those types of things. And so he says that he felt like this company was you know, shilling for big tech because if big tech's going to demonetize him, uh, he gets punished if he gets big, you know, and that's kind of not what the conservative movement advised. You can agree to disagree on that. And I, I kind of see it from both sides. Um, I don't know that they should have that in there for someone like Steven Crowder. I think it should be specially tailored to him because I mean, that's literally his platform is demonetization. Like the guy right. is <laughs> one of the, he, he's one of the, uh, the fringiest guys that has no problem saying what he wants to say and it is what it is but anyways long right, story short the, and and the, on the hold on let me i'm sorry to cut you off real quick but the idea that why he's so upset is because of that right there right because why would they even send him something like that yeah. knowing okay, that okay but, but let me ask like you this have, you, have, and then have also, any of you ever they, done a term sheet they, no but hold on but I have. that they take the, and they're going to take a quarter of his earnings if he were to get a strike on there a quarter yeah that's like well, that's like un- all his he can't he can't pay his staff at that point un- understand that all of his following is on youtube every ounce of his following is on youtube he has more followers than any other person in conservative movement and it's all on youtube how many he, by the way does he make i, I don't have it off the top of my head but it's, oh. it's 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 ridiculous um, <laughs> keep, keep in mind keep in mind he understanding that he is demonetized. I, I get all that. That's a negotiating point. It's not a contract. This is called a term sheet. A term sheet is where you come and say, this is what we're offering. Do you like it? Do you want to move forward or not? He can go, this is ridiculous. First off, I'm demonetized by YouTube. We got to remove that altogether. It would have easily been removed. I have no doubt in my mind they would have removed it. And if they didn't, he doesn't have to do business with them. Yeah. That's sure. not manipulation. That's called a term sheet. Contract. Sure. Uh, at the end of the day, they're trying to run a business just like he is. And the reality I know that is, is not gay. Jared is a, there's a whole contract litigation crap with this, with the exact same stuff from not gay. Jared, who was a former part of that show. So that's a whole nother thing. If you haven't looked into that, Cody, go look at what he's doing. <laughs> no, with not gay. Jared, not gay. Jared. That's the guy. Yes. Name. With nice. someone that used to work for Steven Crowder that has right. been locked up in an NDA and can't talk about what happened. So oh. there's a whole contract thing there. Where he can't go to work for anyone. He's a, it's, it's all these issues tied up in contracts uh, with the Crowder contract that he signed with him. All that to be said, a, an, a, a term sheet is a non-legal binding. It is literally just talking points, right? Here's the things yeah. that we offer. Now, I understand. It's negotiations that, on it, paper. It, 100%. Yep. 
all those numbers can be adjusted. All, now, the punitive damages, okay, if I'm going to give you $50 million, regardless if it's going to pay for your bills or not, if I'm going to give $50 million, I got to make sure you're not going to go out there and make me and just and just flush my $50 million down the drain. I get it. I get it. So they've got punitive damages. All that, and all that can be can be negotiated and changed and those types of things. So uh, his sticky point was he doesn't believe that he should have any restrictions, which is what he said. He keeps saying it's not about the money, but it, but it is because his response back to it, and, and I don't know if it was him or his attorney, was this is a non-starter because of these items, and we won't even look at this unless it's $30 million a year. And that's what – it took a month for the Daily Wire to go back and talk about all these things and then get back with him around – I think it was like December – some early part in December to say, hey, we can't meet you at that point, at that amount. Because the, the, the conversation in December was, we can't remove these items. It's, we can't give you the money that you're asking. And that's where they said, hey, best wishes, good luck to you, da-da-da-da. So the part that I guess is where I get sticky is the timeline. He bought, You can go look it up, who is and the address or whatever. He bought the domain in early December, three days before his contract ended with the Blaze. He has never run a business on his own. He's always been under someone. He was with the Fox, Fox News. He was with another company called, I think, CPR TV, which is a conservative. And then he went to the Blaze. So he's never run a business on his own. But he goes out and he buys his domain in early December, waits an entire month. And when he calls them and tells them that he, he's giving them a warning that he's getting ready to do the, the, drop this video, he records them. It, it's just like all that is sus. Now, again, I agree that there may be something to the idea that they're doing this back, this back and forth thing on purpose or whatever. It doesn't make yeah. a whole lot of sense, but at the same time, kinda... we've seen it before. But <laughs> and, 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 and be completely honest, me and Cody are shilling here because I tend to listen to a lot of Daily Wire. Cody likes Steven Crowder. So we tend to kind of box in our own corners a little so, bit, and I understand I, that. Okay, so I, real quick, <laughs> it just... Who Steven Crowder recorded a conversation with him and who? Jeremy Boring, one of the co-founders of Daily Wire. Him and gotcha. uh, Ben Shapiro started Daily Wire. Okay. Um, okay. And like, if you you're not really into this, but you can literally go and look all this up on YouTube. He, Steven Crowder dropped a video basically saying um, that he had received a contract with terms that were crazy and that they were shilling for big tech. So he started a website called The Big Con to basically have people sign up for uh, basically a, not a petition, but basically go there and, and it's essentially signing up for Mug Club, which is his his company's subscription thing. Um, and that's where it all starts to break down. He doesn't name them, but it's pretty obvious who he's naming because if you start listening to it, everything he says about the company is Daily Wire. No other company out there does that. Uh, he talks about ad reads. He talks about certain things that are all pointing to Daily Wire. Uh, the second part is is that he uh, he does all this drops it. Well, Daily Wire comes out the next day and outs himself. Says we're the contract, we're the term sheet that he's talking about, and I'm gonna go line by line through it. And he reads the entire term sheet line by line. It's it's 52 minutes and it's it's pretty legit. Um, do you I agree with everything that's on the term sheet? No, but it's a term sheet. It's a it's called a contract. It's a negotiation, right? It's 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 Cody. When you go to buy a house, you're like, I'm gonna offer you eighty thousand dollars less. Like and when they I counter, and then you one hundred percent. Yeah. Hey, they well, counter. okay. Eighty thousand dollars less, they counter. Hey, you, I, you'd be you'd be amazed at the offers that I got on my house in California. <laughs> I would never counter someone who offered me eighty thousand dollars less. Uh, all to say, I lost eighty thousand dollars on my home. Oh man. That was after seven 
or five offers. The market just changed. But anyways, I say all that to say people that's 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 literally okay. When I go to both post sides want to both sides want to start low. Let's be real. I mean, this when is I, just when I go right? to post something on when I go to post something on Craigslist, Marketplace, OfferUp, I list it for more than I am willing to take. The main reason is is because I know people are not going to give me what I ask. First off, second, if I'm going to buy something, I don't offer what someone's asking. I'm buying a lawnmower here soon. I went to the guy and said, will you take this? It was low. He responded back and said, I can't. I said, well, okay, what's your bottom? I bought that trailer. That trailer. He wanted $900 for the trailer. I bought it for $600. Um, you, 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 you have a number going in. So at the same time, if Stephen Crowder had a number, he wanted this amount. Even yeah. when he threw out the high number, I'm sure Daily Wire had to go back and say, okay, listen, he's asking for $30 million. We offered him $12.5. Um, we need to, to adjust this. So why don't we come in at 22 right? Well, they must have had that conversation and decided they couldn't do it. Yeah, and that was the conversation that went that basically went back and said, "Hey, we can't we can't do thirty, you know. Good luck to you." Um, I I don't know. It, it, all of it's just really funny, and I know this is not even what we're talking about today, but it was just really funny to see all this drama popping up on my feeds uh, the last few days because I have a long drive, uh, almost two hours, so I listen to all kinds of. Uh, I listen to Stephen Crowder, I listen to Ben Shapiro, I listen to uh, Matt Walsh, a bunch of guys, and uh, it started coming up on all those shows. Um, yeah. So the, and, and then on a side note, Steven Crowder is one of the most inconsistent recorders. So I, when you listen to it, like for me, I listen to it like a show pretty religiously. I want to go and listen to a show. I, I we talked about this even when we we're starting to uh, twisted world was we have to be consistent. We have to pick a day and we got to drop it. If we're, if yeah. we're not going to record, we got to notify people, right? We got to be yeah. on top of those things. And so the cadence of which, you, when you record is important, man, I can never find when he's recording, I have to turn notifications on just to see when Stephen Crowder is posting something new because he'll go like a month without recording anything. And, and then, so, uh, and then Cody's mad at Candace Owens because because she, she called him a socialist. <laughs> no, he's he's mad because she she's annoying. And and, and to some to some point, <laughs> I, just, I, I agree. Saw, <laughs> but see, I'm just throwing that out there because I just seen a headline. Yeah, that Candace yeah. Owens called Stephen Crowder a socialist. I'm like, oh, well, it's, it's about the it's about the money piece. That's what you I'm see. What sure. I mean? That, that's the, the, okay. That's the main reason I didn't freaking watch that stupid <laughs> interview is because she's gonna say stupid <laughs> stuff like that. I'm oh, sure okay. that I'm sure that didn't make any sense. I no no no. I listened to that interview and that interview was pretty good. The second part is she didn't just come out and call him a socialist. It was in the middle of a sentence when she was explaining to him she was trying to explain it was about the money yes he's saying these things but he he keeps saying it's not about the money but it's about the money he comes back and says i can't take 12 and a half million i want 30 i won't even talk this is a non-starter if it doesn't say 30 and then he talks about a couple of the things in the contract that that are that he's doing um the second thing is if you're going to come and start for, okay when I, when you got into the it world what was the conversation i had with you is i can i can't get you the job but i can give you an opportunity to to be an intern but you got to you got to hit it out of the bar because you're going to have to you're not a coffee boy but essentially you got to start at the bottom right you got to come in you got to put your time in i remember you coming down to Vallejo and recording the boats without getting paid right yeah. that was w with your with your drone you came down was it taken advantage of absolutely I, I fought to try to get you. No, it's true. I fought to try to get him paid. But what he did was he showed that even in that moment, even though it's probably more illegal, but even in that moment, because the government can't do that. But even in, the, in that moment, he was willing to put in the time to show it. That led to you getting not one job, 
but then also getting another promotion to now getting the job that you have now. Like all of those things eventually led you to where you are right now in a very successful job, making good money and taking care of your family. That's what it's like getting into things starting. I 100% promise you if we got a stupid term sheet from some one of these places and they wanted to take 25% of my earnings, if I got demonetized, bring it on. I would sign it in a heartbeat because I would want to take understand that a place like Daily now now here's where it gets a little sticky. Daily Wire and Steven Crowder are both big names. I, it, it, it's not like you're going, and then I think that's the, the argument you're making is that they should have come in with a term sheet that met him where he's at, rather than just giving him a term sheet that you would give to a newly starter in the industry. Exactly, because right, but a term sheet is exact. But see, it's not a contract; it's a term sheet, and term sheets are term sheets. They are blanket. They they, they are what they are. And so they have a term sheet that they send to everyone. Uh, the only point of the, the and what they their argument was, we were just sending it over so he can see the dollar amount and see whether or not that was something to go. Ooh, I like that. Because honestly, if I send you a term sheet, if somebody sends us a term sheet for Twisted World and they go, hey, we'll give you a thousand dollars for all the rights. Well, maybe that's, maybe we take it. Uh, let, let's say I'll give you twenty five dollars an episode, and you're like. I mean, that doesn't even do anything. But somebody says, hey, I'll pay you $40,000 a year. You guys just keep recording like you are, and you can use the money however you want to use it. I'm probably going to go, man, $40,000 a year for, to record a podcast? Let's do it. It's not, not a lot of money, but it's more than we're making now. Uh, that, okay. And then we can talk through the other stuff. But that's how I would interpret that is, is that all you had to do was say, okay, hey, money looks good, or I want more money, which is what he did. And then they negotiate the finer points either by themselves or with an attorney. They're both big names. They both have attorneys. They could have done it. He said that it would have been too expensive for his attorney to go through it because it's like a thousand dollars a page. I, first off, ridiculous, ridiculous. Second is, it, it it sounds like he didn't even want to try that. He just wanted the more money, which is what the whole point of the term sheet is. The whole the whole point. Had Daily Wire come back and said, "Sure, we'll give you the thirty million dollars," we wouldn't even had this whole thing happen. We'd be seeing we'd be seeing a Daily Wire with Stephen Crowder joining them. So, uh, just just to add a little, currently. Um, Steven Crowder's rough net worth, by the way, is $4 million. Yeah. So $4 million and he wants 30 I mean, that's... Well, I, I mean, okay. Like I don't know that I would... To, you're looking at the net worth online, correct? I thought six different sites posted it, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. He was a child actor. He was on Arthur, so he has money from that. He was on Fox News as, as a comedian when he was like 16, 17. So he has money. Um, the bigger thing is, is whether or not he has the money to continue running his corporation. We're going to see. Yeah. We're going to so see. He's, so he's going to try to do it solo now. Well, yeah. Yeah. Cause none of the contract or contracts and stuff that he, the term sheets that he was, he received were enough. And so he's going to choose to do his own thing. Uh, the argument he made against the Daily Wire was is that he doesn't want uh, he he wants it to be a place where people can come to him. So if anybody at Daily Wire wants to come over, you know he he's going to open it up to where if you come have a contract with him. Uh, Tim Pool's response to that was I don't do contracts because that's that's what contracts are. I don't do contracts. Everybody that's here is a salary employee, so that way we don't get in the weeds about the, the other stuff. Um, <clears throat> without getting too in the weeds, I, I know churches that base salary is based on tithe and offering and how much they bring in and thresholds and bonuses. That's a terrible idea. It, it's that's it's a not. Terrible idea. That's an awful idea. 
Yeah, you, you say that when you become a board member, you you have more of those conversations on how that how that's identified. But you, you can't pay a, a pastor a hundred thousand dollars if three people are in the sanctuary. That's true, but you should okay. I, there's a, you should not base it off of the amount that comes in. Well, there's a guaranteed you, amount. You can, Sure. Let me, yeah, let me, let me correct myself. Salary. There's a base salary, and then they get bonus, and they have structures above that base salary. Yeah, Maybe that's a better I, way of phrasing it. I just – I feel like when you incentivize uh, your, your like bonuses essentially uh, off of how much people tithe, <laughs> you're going to run into people who like – you know, really go the unnecessary extra mile during like, uh, or ties and offering, you're going to have like multiple, like, oh yeah, give to this, give to that. You know, they're going to be starting these things. They're going to be making the rounds. You know, it, it feels like they're just, you know, you would get to a point where people are almost like guilting people into, you know, giving. And when it's well, like, happens. you know what I mean? Like there's just, I feel like there's too much room for that. If that was the case, I don't like that at all. Okay. I'd like to hear an alternative. An alternative? Yeah. What, what's, what's the alternative? <laughs> what's the alternative to that position, to, to doing something like that? To, to financing a church? Correct. Um, I'm not I talking about a church. I'm talking about a pastor. Finan I mean – Outside I, of maybe I, the pastor I, having a full-time job doing his own thing and not taking a salary? I, I so think they're the pastor just gets is, is there no one else employed is it is it is it just the pastor in some cases yes I mean, not all not all well let me I, i'm not na i'm not going to name drop on the podcast just to throw that out there i won't name drop church or names um I, well i just got a question to kind of be in the middle here i i agree on both ends i mean you got to you got to pay these guys right they they need to earn a living too but um I'm not going to name drop anybody close to us, but I can use a big name that everybody knows. And at the end of the day, is it really is should Joel Olstein be making five million dollars a year? No, because that's what that's what his salary is. Five yeah. million dollars a year. His net worth is one hundred and ten million dollars. That's a flat salary. And my guess is I don't know what other things there. He's got other things in the in, as far as his contract goes. And I don't believe that a pastor should ever be on contract. That contract is voted in by the congregation and removed by the yeah. congregation. I, that's how I see that, right? Um, but that sure. being that being said, like it, it's a sticky situation, and this is where I think a lot yeah. of churches struggle. Is and I don't know how we've got on the church church topic. That's me, my bad. But uh, <laughs> there is a side of that that has to function like a business. You can't just spend willy nilly. You got to have structure to that. You got to know. You got to have a budget. You got to do those things. All those things seem like. Well, you know, I heard someone one time tell me when I told uh, when I said that the church needed to be structured with their money and be and, and have a budget, they told me that that wasn't, you know, basing it on faith and that we need to be, you know, we needed to have faith in that that God would provide. 100% agree that God will provide. But the, all the Bible yeah. also tells us to be by stewards of our money, right? So I don't think doing it the way that we're doing it. Now, and, and I'm open to the concept of that contract. You'd be surprised and maybe when we get off the recording, I'll tell you a couple of things, but you'd be surprised at some of the people that are fully on board with what I just told you. Oh, I I can imagine. Um yeah, but That's I, I, I it's it really not when you understand how it works. When you understand yeah. how it works. They're, 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 okay. it works. So keep as long in mind as it's monitored and controlled correctly. Keep in mind money we talk about it as the root of all evil and that we talk about it as being a temper temper. If we don't put if you don't put some kind of I don't want to say restrictions on it or or clear guidelines on guidelines, how to manage yeah. it 
it can become a pe- it can become something that it, that it's not meant to be, especially for a church. A, a, a pastor can misuse those funds. 100%. A pastor can constantly hire in guest speakers that are too expensive for the church to have, and there if there's no incentive, I hate to say it that way because it sounds anti-church, but there is a business side to church that has to function. Of course, I don't, I don't think it has to function outside of faith and outside of of belief. No, but I, I do no. believe that it has to function in a in a well in a realm where, um, we just can't give pastors free reign to just do whatever and pay them ungodly amount of money. Um, man, that sounds dirty, but it it really is. And and, <laughs> and then the, the second the second part to that is is outside of of preaching and leading. What is this? What is the intent behind the church? Why do we do it? Yeah, we do it to grow our church. We do it to grow the faith. We do it to be the great, great. It's the great disciple, right? Or what are they? What are they called? The I can't. My, the great commission. Yep. It's about growth, and yeah, so those incentivizing is is about that growth. And I understand that that feels dirty, but if the true intention behind a pastor is to grow the ministry and to grow the following and to get people in and get people saved and those types of things, as long as the intention is true. Um, I, I think that's where the incentive should lie and not, you know, how nice our carpets and chairs look. That's yeah. a dig. And I wasn't trying to dig in that direction. I just realized that that, but at the same time, we, we, you know, there, there, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a weird situation to be in and no one, no one, even you guys on the call will ever really understand it unless you've been a part of a board and gone through that whole concept. Uh, I've argued the finer points on some of these things too. <laughs> but you can't pay everybody in the church a hundred thousand dollar salary and only have six hundred members. Um, there That's has to be a, structure to it. It's a long thin line, and it just needs to make sure that it stays on the on the long thin line and not crossed. Right? I mean, that's the hard part. I, I think. Remind me when we're off, and I'll I'll give you some more details. There's some some real caveats there, and you're just like, holy smokes. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, man, we, we we are we gonna? You guys ready for the the? <laughs> No, this is a good combo. This is a good combo. This is absolutely. I learned a lot. I didn't know all that stuff about David Crowder and the Daily Wire and all that. To be honest, I have not been following. Yeah, <laughs> David Crowder. No, it's Stephen Crowder. Steven David Crowder, Crowder is the yeah, worst no, singer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Crowder. I know he's got a brother named Jordan. You know, it's a bunch of Crowders. Whatever. Um, I do not listen to these guys. I apologize. Uh, I am. You know, it's good to hear this stuff. Uh, I, I just want to. I guess we could just touch on this real quick. You know, since we don't have a ton of time left, but um, I I saw this thing and it just happened on the Project Veritas. First off, I had to de- learn who the heck Project Veritas was. Were you, Shame. Were you guys? Shame. I did not know who they were. Yeah, I, I know who they are. They're yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna go. I, I'm not gonna give you a, a history lesson on them, but these guys have spent a lot of time trying to expose things. A from lot the of yeah. You go to their website. There's a whole lot that they've. They're, they're doing the like, Lord's work over there. Dude, this is crazy. Like, I, I, I want to spend the next week watching some of this stuff. So basically, they, for those of you people that don't know, is they do a lot of undercover work, uh, recording people and getting, you know, people to admit to eh, what could be constituted as evil, do, right? Do you, rem- do you remember the Channel 7 thing that they would do where 
they would go undercover and the reporter would have a conversation trying to uncover some yeah. eyes yeah, on yeah. you or eyes on seven yes. or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's what this reminded me of. Like they're, they, they, the whole yes. thing is, is staged on like a date. The guy, it's essentially two guys going on a date together and he's asking questions about like what they do for a living. And they're both asking questions back and forth. Well, the guy ends up being a, a, what a Pfizer director. He is, uh, yes. Uh, let me get his exact title. I just had it here. He does work for Pfizer, uh, which is a uh, a medical company. Uh, I lost his. He is da, 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 director of research is his title. So he is director of R and D, research and development. So right. um, the the fu- what's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Fox News report I was watching said that he's like two from the top. Right? So our third third from the top. Well, probably from wherever he's located because he didn't seem very professional on the camera. Maybe I misunderstood that. I, I agreed with you. I agree with you 100%. If you watch the video, you're like, how is this dude? But no, I mean, he's he's up there. Here's the crazy thing is, is Pfizer is still not answering whether or not he's still working there, if they've, if they've let him go or not, as of at least two days ago when I looked it up. Um, but anyways. Well, yeah, I saw an article this morning saying it doesn't really prove anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, okay. Of course, that's what they're going to do, right? I mean, it's... Right. So, um, did you guys watch both videos there was two different videos both well, the of them, second, i think equally important the second one was longer i watched a couple of clips from it because of time um where he gets confronted by the actual uh yeah journalists. but <laughs> the one that i think is most important is just the casual conversation between him and the date which ends up being a journalist as well the undercover right the the <clears throat> the guy setting the whole thing up uh cody did you get a chance at all 
uh i watched i have like snippets of it but i couldn't watch that two minute video of like the actual well, I, interview all i all i could see was like the nine minute one on youtube that like has the little snippets and then him freaking out and throwing stuff yeah. the two minute one got removed from youtube so that's part of the reason why cody couldn't find it was i sent the link over and we click on it and oh, it had been removed due to youtube no guidelines way. So that was another thing is, and my guess is it's the whole private recording kind of thing, but I, I yeah, promise sure. you there's hundreds of videos, thousands of videos on YouTube that are like that, but uh, it got removed because it was violated, you know, our community guidelines. So I ended up finding it on the Project Veritas website and sending that over. Uh, but he, you know, we, like I said, we just started watching it right before so, uh, we jumped on. So Jordan Walker is this executive for Pfizer. Um, he's, he's a male. He likes the males. And he was set up like he believes he's out on a on a mandate, right? I mean, that's <laughs> my mandate. understanding, right? <laughs> Don't make it weird. Just uh, let's move on. <laughs> and uh, so this guy, but my only thing, like when Fox was reporting, um, the guy that Jordan believes he's on a date with is actually he believes it's another scientist that you know is also. Uh, likes guys and they're out on, on on just a regular date. That's what they think they're on, right? Uh, at least as George Walker does. But and I guess that's how he leads him into the conversation is because he's he Jordan Walker believes that he's also uh, a chemist or a scientist of some sort, and he's just asking questions like super nonchalantly. And Jordan Walker's like, "Oh yeah, so uh, we've been mutating. We've been you know at first he doesn't openly admit it. You see he he runs around the questions, right? Um. But then he he comes to the admitting piece where he's basically saying they are doing what's called directed evolution, where they're controlling mutations of cells and, and things of that nature. Um, and especially around COVID, where he says, oh, yeah, we can mutate COVID to require more vaccines because it'll be a cash cow. His words, right? So, yeah, his way of explaining I mean, it was, uh, well, you know, since the, the virus is already mutating itself, why don't we take advantage of that and mutate it ourselves so that we can control the vaccination with a preemptive release and get ahead of it? He goes, yes, it's a cash cow. But, you know, also, like, nobody wants to see a, pharma, a big pharma company mutating viruses. And so he's like, eh. and the guy goes, well, isn't this gain-of-function research? He goes, well, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's it's gain-of-function, that's what he said. Yeah, It's not the same. It, it's directed evolution. Which, What? But yeah, it, it just—I don't know. I was like, the guy is first off. He—I mean, did this guy know him for very long? Okay, so I did watch the very tail end of that clip where he's like, he starts to question things. He starts to go, well, "Wait a minute, why? Why are you asking that again? Why are we back on this topic?" You know, you know, I'm I'm yeah. getting scared because I've seen people get caught in this. You better not be recording me. You better not be recording me. And he goes to that whole like you know, diatribe of that whole concept. And it's just like, you can see him start to freak out a little bit because he said too much. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, so explain the follow-up video. So the follow-up video is the actual project Veritas reporters coming in and confronting him about it, about what he said. This guy. So the reporter comes in, it's like, Hey, we're with project Veritas. He's got, he's got a microphone he has he's like fully uh, suited up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, and he's got like a tablet, I think, or a laptop or something showing him, Hey, we just recorded this video of you. Is this you saying this? And, and the dude and Jordan Walker flips out. Now 
this is where you see the like I, I don't see that this guy is like some multi-million dollar guy with Pfizer, like you would think professional and stuff. He flips out like a child and he's like instantly he's like, I was just lying because I'm on a date. I was just trying to impress him. Uh, I was just trying uh, to impress okay. him. Okay. <laughs> um um and so it's like so he's like he's like over and over again i lied i lied i lied i lied i lied and the dude's like oh so you lied but back to uh your point andy at the beginning of the other video or near the end of the other video you can see where he's starting to be like oh i I hope you're not like recording this if you're lying why you tripping right If, if if it's all a lie you just come out and be like oh i'm lying whatever the case may be right but now he's flipping out but the craziest part the craziest part he snatches the guy's tablet from him try it throws it on the ground tries to stomp on it break it uh steal it and then then he calls the police and because the reporter and a cameraman and like two other people happen to be uh white he flips out telling the cops oh there's multiple white people here threatening me and i feel unsafe it's like in the video, you're just like, nobody's threatening you. They're not even coming near you. This overreaction. So if you're lying, why are you overreacting so bad? Now, here's the crazy part, too. Now, this company, Pfizer, is extremely wealthy, right? I mean, they make all kinds of stuff and medications and, and whatnot. Some may say that some of the stuff's good, some of the stuff's bad. I don't know. It's not for us to decide. But at the end of the day... If you work for a multi-billion dollar, if not, who knows, trillion dollar for all we know, um, a pharmaceutical company, right? Um, at this point, is he one of two things? Is he scared he's going to lose his job or be blackballed or maybe even lose his life? Like, are they going to, is he going to end up dead in his, in his house i don't know on quote unquote suicide because he just divulged <laughs> all kinds of stuff he probably shouldn't have you know what i mean it, crazy pfizer's valuation by the way current valuation is three three point or sorry 305 billion dollars 305 billion that is freaking crazy that's net that's their that's their valuation oh their valuation so it's based on their. If you look at their their expenses and co- income, uh, probably net about fifty billion a year. So when you look at it, you look at your market cap, you look at your debt, and then you have cash on hand. So valuation is what the company is worth if it was to be sold. So yeah, that's that's crazy. Uh, I mean, Cody, did you see the freak out video, or did you just see the? I know you said you only watched little uh, snippets or whatever the case may be, but did you? The snippet stuff did you watch? Did they show the freak out? Uh yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I saw him like calling the cops um and like, you know, just telling them to stay away from him and um that he what? that he was lying on the date to impress someone and Yeah. What um, it, I mean, what what I mean, what the heck what is your thoughts? Like as far as here's this dude, he just uncovers all this stuff on hitting camera, and then the second he knows he's on camera, this is how he reacts. Keeping in mind he's an executive for a company that's valued at 300 and something billion dollars um i I don't incredible no like i mean no none of it is i mean it doesn't prove anything uh and it's i mean it's weird that he would do that and it's suspicious but it doesn't prove anything um and it's just 
I, you, I mean, it, it, for all we know, he could have just been lying on the date. We have no way of knowing that. There's no way. I mean, we don't know. It's just he's he could just be prone to, you know, there, there's probably like five people in there, you know, cameramen, crew surrounding him. He feels very terrified. Like what's going to like what he doesn't know what's going on. People just bum rushed him off the street. Yeah. Start asking him questions about his date and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. The very tail end of the of the actual date, you can tell he already he's figured it out. That he is something's wrong here. It, this is weird. Uh, and then he gets bombarded. It's honestly though, it's the same reaction I used to see on. I think it's the man. I'm gonna have to find what it's called. But the Channel Seven New in the Bay Area, where they would go undercover and and find people. Uh, it's candid camera, man. Is it, it, what it is. It's it's you know when you just you feel like you felt he felt, you know secure enough to, to tell and divulge some of this information. Uh, and then when all that's kind of aired out like dirty laundry, I mean, I think anybody in their right mind would freak out. I'd freak out. Even if it wasn't bad, I'd be like, what you recorded? I'm like, dude, I said, like, what are you? Oh, I'd be freaking out. Yeah. Like, he could, he could lose his job. I mean, he for could, just spouting off nonsense. Job, and, you know? and, and, and you're not wrong, Aaron, in the world like this, you're talking about something where, you know, on top of this, you know, there were a lot of people that died. There were a lot of people that took the vaccination because they trusted the information that was coming out there yeah. only to have things like this and some of the other things that's been coming out lately expose truth where, you know, regardless if this is true or not, there are a group, a large number of people that are going to look at this and go, hey, what? Now you're manipulating us into doing something just for just for monetary value. There's people I mean, I, I'd be afraid for my life. I'll be honest with you. This but is that's. This is worldwide. That's that's what I'm getting at. They're over here. If if this guy's if the if the candid video is true, and they're you know they're they're making mutations and they're manipulating you know the the genetics per se of these of these viruses, which could in turn absolutely have a massive negative effect on the human body. And then in turn, you're making vaccines to adapt to this, to take care of this thing, which could also have effect on the human body. Like how scary is that? Well, I, I think you add that in with all the extra stuff that's been happening with people just dropping dead and, and heart attacks at young age. And like, uh, you know, all these doubts, I, I literally saw an article this week and I want to say it was Forbes, but it may have been another one of the other big ones where it said, <laughs> And I just laughed. Uh, it said that the unvaccinated lie to us. Or, uh, the unvaccinated lie to they, us? They knew, they, knew about, they knew what was wrong, but didn't try hard enough to tell us. Oh. And I was dying because in my mind I'm thinking that is the most roundabout way to, to cast blame. Uh, so, because you, you know, yes, people that's that, pure deflection. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to admit. You don't I'll, want to I'll admit find the. Wrong. I'll that's find cool. the article. It, I'll find the article. I I I died. I died. I was like, no way. Are you going to try to spin this on you know whatever? Uh, but I know a few people. We have we have we know people that have had strokes. We know people that have had yeah. like different thing. A heart. Uh, compl I mean, my own sister is having complications. My younger sister is having uh issues and complications right now. Not my younger sister, but you know, one of my younger sisters. Um. That I believe, you know, that, that is directly related back to the vaccination. So it, it's just. Anyway, it's not to get on the vaccination diatribe again. We've, we've already stated our opinion on that. Back to this. Yeah. True or not, I think his reaction is valid. 
no one, even if they're telling the truth or they're, they didn't even say a lot, I think anyone that was in that guy's shoes would freak out the same way. I don't think he's freaking out based on – well, maybe he is. Uh, based on what he's saying, I think it's more or less the how it was – I mean like being exposed in any light. Like you could be like, hey, man. What do you like to do on the weekends? And the guy go, you know, man, I like to wear skirts and I like to shake it sometimes in my room. You know, like act a fool and say something stupid, right? And <laughs> that get exposed, you would have a similar reaction. So I think his reaction sure. is his reaction. One hundred percent. I don't. I have a hard time believing that the company doesn't fire him. However, would the company firing him show it to be true? Would that be something like if we fire him, right? He said something that he wasn't yes. supposed to say. So I don't know. It will have to. It'd be interesting to see how the company handles it because it's a PR nightmare for them, right? You keep the guy there, knowing that he exposed the secrets, but maybe you demote him and move him down the pipeline. Again, all that's public. You're going to be able to find that that information out. Uh, or how do you handle it? If this dude winds up dead, then you know, well, <laughs> that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Well, I mean, based on how he reacted, I'm sure they can easily cover that up, you know? Like, well, yeah, yeah. He's, he's let unstable. Me, let, Look at let him. Let me correct myself. He killed himself. We'll, yeah. find out, we'll find him hung in a closet in, like, France or something. You know, like, he was on a trip, yeah. and his, his family thing. had... Oh, sorry. That's <laughs> the thing, though. It's like, even then, even then, it doesn't prove a thing. There's nothing proven there. It just means that he's dead, and it could. It's the same level of suspicion as it was before. One hundred percent. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. Nothing means anything anymore. That's why I don't even care anymore. I. They probably are doing that. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't. No one's gonna do anything about it because there's nothing to do about it. Just let them do it. Well, Who no. Cares? Okay. Okay. On, on a on a on a real note, Cody. And note, you know, I love your, I love your dad, but you know, like the Donald Trump stuff, we talk about that from time to time. Where you're, you know, I like somebody said to me the other day, "Oh, Trump's going to be reinstated by the end of the year." And I'm like, okay, okay, great. Do we? Well, yes, that's how I am too. But like, like, do we need to? Like, okay, the amount of things that would need to happen are not going to happen. Okay, let's let's be real. Donald or, or not Donald Trump. Uh, Joe Biden has had fifteen thousand documents. This dude, if he has a pocket or a hole in something, he's got a classified document in it. Is he going to get arrested? No. No. No, he's not. No one's going to go to jail. Are no we going to be going to Are we going to be talking about this in 6 months? No. 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 No because one cares. Because special people, no one cares, and at the end of the day, it would take it would take something almost country breaking to make those things happen and those things change. You would have to have a literal revolution. Yes. You would have to have an yes. uprising now, to now, take now, over now, the country, which isn't going to happen. Historically, that has happened, but I would like to say, as a society, not country, here. We're not doing that here. We've we've done civil war here due to slavery yes, and other not, things. No, no, no. But no, no, no. I'm talking about. Uh, that, let me finish my say. Today's society, <laughs> we no, ain't doing that. No, we're not doing that. No we one's doing, doing that. that. Like, God, we probably should. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we could we do that. Should. We could That's all right. do that when like everyone's got a cutlass and a musket, and they're like. <laughs> Aim, aim small, miss small. Yeah, no, that, that, sure. Yeah, everyone's got their own musket. Here, it's like, okay, well, you know, you're not allowed to have a drone. Well, you lose. Sorry. That's it. <laughs> you're, it's over. It's, you don't have a drone. Okay, it's done. You don't have a, you don't have a, you don't have an air, air force. No one has a jet. Okay, yeah. It, you can't have an uprising. It's over. No one cares. I don't care. 
I care, and I think even in the in, okay, the the jet. Joe Biden. Well, Joe Biden said this week, "Why do you need to have a gun? You don't need, or not this week, but a few weeks back. Why do you need to have a gun? You know, something like that." He goes, "Unless you have an F-16, what, what do you need a gun for?" And I'm like, "That is a direct threat to basically say, unless you have something that can match my power, then what are you doing?" But he's kind of right, kind of right. But but okay, sure. there's some validity to that, yes. But and uh, the only point and argument that I would make is volume matters. I understand, but you also have to have people that can fly jets. You also have to have these things. If millions of people did it, they could overthrow it. Yeah, but are the you, chances impossible? Absolutely. I mean, look yes. at the Russia-Ukraine thing. Where where the downfall is, and this will always be. Yes, the military people of this country have sworn uh, an oath to protect and serve, and all these things, both foreign and domestic, right? And right. so they can be swayed, hey, this is domestic. The problem is, hey, go fly this jet and bomb this city. By the way, you have cousins, uncles, aunts, and everything but, that but, live but, in okay, the city. But, That's where you're going to start having the problem is these military people still have families, and they're not yes, but, just but Cody argued drones. Bombs. He's arguing drones. So drones are automated. Again, somebody, they still have pilots. somebody mans the drone. Correct. They, nope. still have pilots. they don't have to. They don't have to well, man the drone. Well, not with AI, but we haven't implemented that. It is, it is manned by a person. Yeah, but then you, you have to AI give the order, over, but it doesn't have to be manned. The T the T one thousand coming, then we're done. That's I don't know. Wrap. It's why we have it's why we have guns. It's literally the, the that's the only reason to bear arms. There's other reasons as far as safety, but the reason for bearing arms is tyrannical government, right? So, I, I we can argue back and forth. I agree with you, Cody. It would take it would take the world collapse or at least the country collapse for it to get to that point. Um, but On the, you you wouldn't roll over and play dead. For Cody's point on, I, I've seen your closet. I wouldn't roll over, but the thing is, is like, I, I <laughs> okay. So the, the biggest, I want to see this closet. What I think the, the biggest reason for it is because, uh, foreign uh threats. Like people don't want to drop troops in the U.S. to raid the U.S. because every single home has a gun. Correct. Right. Farm, farmers have guns. It was the whole yeah. concept. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. got a gun. That's why we haven't been as invaded as much as we have, right? Compared to most other countries, right? Yeah. It's because every house has a gun. And so you will be met with resistance anywhere you drop. It's a dangerous zone to drop. You would be Im immediately like KOS, right? Yep. So right. That's, the, that's the biggest benefit. From for you know the Second Amendment as it stands today, I don't think it's as big of a deal for the tyrannical government thing anymore. Just because it's like, uh, I think we're a little too outgunned. I know. I, I, I mean, and even, but I think that they were always outgunned. I I don't even World know War II, about that. Normal people didn't have planes, didn't have bombs. Yeah, I know. They had they had pistols and rifles. Sure, and and that's and that's fine, but like the the degree of the weapons we have now, like it's it's a little bit different than like you know you know some planes in the air, like a couple hundred planes, you know what I mean? That and that's a big that's a big threat. We would still be able to overtake that, I'm sure, but now it's a little bit different. We are the second, maybe I think the largest military like budget in the whole world. Like, yeah. if our military went to war with our people. I'm pretty but sure understand our military are people. That's the point that we're trying to make there. That, yeah, that but, budget you're referring to is not all automation. I know, but like, it, it, okay, so obviously they wouldn't be going to war with civilians. They'd be going to war with the rebellion, right? So 
they would be they wouldn't be like you know oh yeah i need you to you know nuke your city there would be like oh yeah so this city we told them to leave we told them to exit and because we're going to bomb it if they don't leave and the people who are staying there are in the rebellion and so then they bomb it it's just like any other you know war like that so i i, I just i don't know that i don't sounds know like fear to me though at the end of the day that in itself is exactly what i'm talking about tyranny tyranny is essentially fear of the government i I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily fearing them. I'm just saying that I don't think that we have the uh, manpower or the uh, weapon, the technical advantage against our government as as, as far as mili- like you know, in a war. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that that it, that doesn't disprove what I'm saying. I still think that they're n- nothing. It, what I'm saying states that we're stronger than. That's not what I'm saying. Well, you're just saying need, that we could overcome them if we needed to. And I, I don't think there's think always a possibility to overcome. They were going to say that Russia was going to roll over Ukraine. Russia's lost over 100,000 troops. Ukraine is a, like a, a fingernail, a toenail compared to Russia, and it, it hasn't mattered. Actually, Ukraine is pushing on Russia now. I think, I think the only thing that does stand on, on Cody's argument is the fact that a majority of our country has been desensitized and 100 uh, unfortunately the 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 you know when we talked about iq eqs before but our, <laughs> our, our country as a whole lacks intelligence it's people lack intelligence it's therefore they're they're but they're just, that's like, an, they're easier agree, to control like i 100 right? agree so with that they're never that's gonna stand not up. the argument that was made the argument that was made is the reason we have guns is to stand against i didn't say conquer i didn't say destroy i said stand against yeah um right. uh, yes so i as far as us going and kicking the doors down no i don't believe that to be said unless somehow there's a military coup which yeah. is also a possibility yeah i mean the people is it a high possibility no but I, the, as far as military individuals but the more that they they woke and wake up our stinking military i mean i don't know if you guys have seen some of the commercials as of late um yeah. I, I, I just saw all the weirdest stat. This is unrelated. I saw the weirdest stat. Did you know that like 40% of the military is obese or overweight? Yeah. they uh, About 20 years back, they changed all the requirements. I tr- So when I, when I got out of high school and I was getting married, or I, I was going through the whole thing. I originally was going to go to the Air Force and decided not to, and they, they pursued me for a few years. And then I went to college and everything. Well, when I first got married – we were kind of in between jobs and I was looking at options and I was looking at being an officer. And so I had gotten on to a program for the Contra Costa Sheriff Department. And then I also looked into the Air Force. And I remember the Air Force telling me that I was overweight and that I couldn't. Now, at that time, I weighed like 170 pounds, but I was overweight for my height and, and whatever. And they wouldn't let me pursue that. So I, when I heard that the other day, I was like, that's insane. Yeah, there used that to be a BMI requirement. Now there's correct. Not. Yeah, we've dropped all these standards on what we have. And so I'd say I mean, even in the military – what, it's ridiculous, though. The whole point of military was not to be. It was to be the best of the best, the supreme, right? Um, you, you, you had your most aggressive, your most – well, at least later on with, with Navy SEALs and those types of things. It's just crazy to me to see that. Like, Not to say that heavier people can't fight because I myself am overweight, but the same point is, is that we've dropped our standards in that, 
and we've we've put the limp wristedness in the top of our military. It's just it's insane to me. But I agree. So you know, unwinding all this, Cody, I agree with you. I think that we're in a society now where we're not going to see those things. And if we did, it would actually break most people. Right. It would be My, well. It would be bad for the country. We would have a total oh, yeah. collapse. It would be. It would be the worst. That it would. We would no longer exist anymore. The second we gain, the, the second there was a, you know, uh, at the end of all of it, we'd be immediately overtaken by another country within yes. within a day. I was just going to say the same thing. We'd be the done. Second, the second we are weakened with from within, that's yep. what they're waiting on. We're done. They're waiting for us to be weakened within, and then they'll hit us. Because that's yeah, but you say they. I mean, there's fail. really only a few countries that would. That that are close, and we're we're talking primarily China because Russia's been pretty much smacked around. They're 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 not fighting us anytime soon. But but manpower, manpower. I'm not talking military weaponry. Manpower. China has us almost All ten thousand fold. All day. Like if you look at how big their their forces are, if they all loaded up on ships while we're in the middle of a civil war, uh, that's all bad. I, I what's that yeah, movie? The Man yeah. in the High Tower. Remember that movie? That yeah. Movie? Oh, that show. It's kind of you know. Similar. Yeah. Just yeah. Taking over. But anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, it's all because of Jordan. It's all because of Jordan Walker and Pfizer, bro. It's their fault. We'll see. Their we'll fault. see. It's their fault. Anyways, Project Veritas. I'm gonna check them out a little bit deeper. They look cool. Uh, super excited to watch some of these videos on their page. But uh, yeah, who knows what Pfizer's doing or any of the other pharmaceutical companies for that matter? And uh, they're mutating stuff. Good times. Good times. <laughs> and on that note, Pistol World Fam. As always, we love you. We're out. Peace out. Later. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.